Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. morning this monday morning and we are v and cj we are coming to you live on this edition of rogue news in the morning with v and cj check us out roguenews.com where massive overhauls are being done to the site there's going to be a preeminent first class world-class geopolitical geostrategic geoeconomic site you can check out and also check out our paid sponsors mycbdedibles.com mycbdedibles.com uh siege do we have any uh specials for the cbds uh, you know what it's getting locked and loaded we are changing our payment processor right now our gateway nice. uh so we're just waiting on the code to drop in and once we can drop that code in we'll be good to go i want to thank uh, some of our listeners brought to my attention but yeah we had a little bit of a little bit of problem with our our last payment processor everyone knows that the cannabidiol the the thc the entire industry sometimes it's a little bit difficult with the uh the payment processors but it will be it'll be uh solidified hopefully today epic looking forward to it man and with that being said and out of the way with siege there's a lot of ground to cover we are facing uh our reality a stark reality unless the western world wakes up unless the western world western world wow that's a tongue twister don't blame me folks it's monday morning anyway Unless the Western world wakes up and finds its spine and discovers its balls, we are staring down the barrel of the biomedical security state. So lots of things to cover, Siege. Where do you want to begin? Sorry, I had the mute button. Uh, you know, hopefully everyone had a great weekend. I appreciate all of our uh, supporters in the in the chat room, uh, also in the, uh, the the Discord server. Uh, but V, over the weekend, reflected, you know, just you know, quite a bit with, with everything that's happening, whether it's, it's the lockdowns, whether it's the, the monetary, the fiscal mayhem that's taking place. Um, and then also some more, some wisdom of, of some uh, people that I follow and just, you know, reading some things. And, and, and I, I truly believe like we, we are, you know, humanity. And as we're navigating through the, through this, we are facing a, an important time, uh, an important time for us to reset on, on a lot of things, V. I'm, I'm hoping that we can get there. I know it's very difficult just because there's, you know, so much resistance, whether it's, you know, it's the propaganda through the media, whether it's the uh, the Washington, D.C. bureaucrats that are constantly forcing something down our throats. Uh, but I'm hoping that we can we can evolve and 
you know, become better. And, and I'm optimistic. Like when you look around the globe this weekend, V, we saw a lot of pushback against tyranny. We saw it in France, you know, Australia, New York, where people are waking up. And I see when people wake up and they get more, more comfortable, those who were in the closet for, for too long, who said, wait a minute, let me, let me let's reevaluate this. We're, we're coming up to a, a, a second potential lockdown. We're talking about a a, a third, you know, booster shot where they're starting to question uh, the experts. They're starting to question the science more and more. V. You have to trust the science. You know, I trust the Fouch. Anthony Fauci is somebody that we can look to for leadership and clarity at this time. I'm ready, CJ, to not only pull a roll up my sleeves, but to drop my drawers. So I can get booster shots every five months. I'm looking forward to it, man. How about you? <laughs> yeah, every five months. Every, every five months. You know, that's Ridiculous. what they're that's what they're proposing, right? That's what they're proposing is 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 to have it every every five months. Now, what's happening is is when you look at the things that scientifically don't work, like wearing a face muzzle, okay. We know face muscle, even the blue face muscles that are muscles that are worn by a medical professional, that style, okay, that style of a face muzzle, we know is 82 microns on average in terms of the, the gap between the fibers. And we know this, uh, this uh, bug that is going around, the COOF, is only one micron in diameter. So having a face muscle on, is the equivalent, equivalent, someone once said, of having a chain-link fence and you shooting a BB gun through it, thinking that the chain-link fence is somehow going to stop it. It's not. It's a joke. That's scientific. We're all wearing these things thinking that this is somehow working. The cloth face muzzles are even worse. They offer practically zero protection. Zero. I'm a, I'm t- you're talking about 86 to... 97%, you know, a uh, pass-through rate. It's ridiculous. So why are we doing this? Is this really about, about, uh, uh, about you know, the health and well-being, or is there some other agenda, right? Case in point, right? There's a company, uh, the better half made me aware of this. There's a company called Novavax, Okay. And Novavax is developing, and they've taken a long time to develop their COVID vax. I think they're in like uh, they're fi- they're just finishing up phase three. Now, why do I bring up Novavax? Well, this is important. This is a traditional viral vector vaccine that does not contain any like mercury or tamarisol, any of that garbage. And what they're utilizing is a type of a juvent that comes from a moth, right? Now, people say, well, oh, my God, that's, that's insect DNA. It's causing us. It's terrible, blah, blah, blah. It's going to fuse. It's going to turn you into a bug. No, that's not how it works. On a viral vector, they usually put, like, some sort of a, a bug DNA works best. Why is that? Well, for millions upon millions upon millions of years, folks, our ancestors have been getting bit by bugs all, all, practically every day, all the time. Humans have an immuno response to bug bites, okay, depending on the bug. If it is, let's say, a hornet, a wasp, a bee, you could have a severe 
immunoresponse, something that can cause anaphylaxis. But if you are a normal, healthy individual and you have maybe a, a bug that is not so violent, maybe like a moth, maybe a silk moth or something like that, right? It will not cause an anaphylactic response to your immune system, but it will tickle your immune system to go ahead and start investigating what this pathogen is, what this free radical is, what this intruder is. And once it recognizes this is a foreign body, your antibodies begin to attack it. This is the way a successful vaccine is done. This is the type of vaccine that you would create if you don't want to kill people, right? Because let's be honest here. There are people, let's all pretend we're all Arnold Schwarzenegger, or forget Schwarzenegger. Let's not pretend we're all Mr. Olympias here or we're like some sort of triathlon, triathletes. We're not. A lot of Americans that are hearing my voice right now have health issues. Okay? You might have an allergy. You might have an autoimmune di disorder. You might have high blood pressure. You might have high cholesterol. You might have diabetes. You might have whatever the hell is wrong with you. Right? But anyway, so for people like that, this type of vax would be beneficial because look the coof is overblown let's be honest here right but we also know that the coof if you are a fat bastard okay with all sorts of underlying mal uh, you know morbidities and maladies that you have you're going to die this will lay you out done okay so this thing is real okay in, in the sense of is this an isolated virus hell no but whatever the hell this thing is, right, whatever the hell it is, because we don't know what the hell it is, see, it's never been isolated, right? But whatever this thing is, it is affecting people in a very specific way, respiratorily, okay? It's some, sort, it's some sort of a respiratory virus. Now, whatever this thing is, if you have health issues, it's going to knock you out. So back to what I was saying. Novavax has done, I think they've done, I don't even know, 20,000, 30,000. The number is a little foggy right now. Not one person has come down with any major issues whatsoever. Okay. I think one person died on the initial trial because, but they had all other, I mean, severe. I think they had like an average of five or six comorbidities or something like that on the study. But for the majority, they had no issues, no issues whatsoever. Right. So now here's the funny thing, Siege. You'd figure something that's like this. Right, that could work in, in protecting what the scientific way to do it is protect the vulnerable, right? Protect the vulnerable, right? Make it voluntary and protect and let those who are vulnerable take it. It's a safe and efficacious way. It's not this mRNA BS. Okay, you don't you don't have this expensive storage system or this expensive delivery system. It's got to be stored at negative forty five degrees Celsius, nitrogen liquid cooled in order for it to be delivered. None of that crap. Okay. Now, this is being shown very promising. I think uh, a few of the countries, I think the, the, uh, the Danes have ordered a, a large batch for evaluation, and they like it. They're ready to approve it. They're like, this is great. It doesn't cause blood clotting. It doesn't cause carditis. It doesn't cause uh, you to just have a massive anaphylactic shock and drop dead, right? Even that one person who died, we're not, they're not even exactly sure that person even died because of the, of the, of the virus, but who knows? You could have some sort of reaction, right? But the point is this, it's a safer, way safer alternative than what's out there. Now, you would figure that if our great, grandiose, benevolent leaders would want to hurry up this 
you know, get this vax into the public as safely as possible, right? You figure that, right? Guess what's happening with this company, Siege? What's happening? They are being cock-blocked. They are being roadblocked. They are being inhibited by, guess who? Pfizer. Pfizer don't want this out there, okay? Because if this is really about, you know, vaccine this and vaccine that, okay, well, here's something that's safe and efficacious, okay, that for the most part can be very effective. And here's one thing about viral vector vaccines, right? Whatever type of additives are added onto it, right, if there is any sort of additives or any sort of reactions or any sort of toxin there, typically on viral vector vaccines, you could naturally get rid of those things, okay? There's ways you can do that. Like, for instance... You know, uh, people that were taking um, uh, flu shots every year, which I don't. You just need vitamin D, man. Right? People are taking flu shots every day, every year. Right? There are people are finding that there, there's, uh, you know, aluminum in there, and aluminum can call can pass the blood brain barrier and cause and cause all sorts of maladies. Now, there is a natural way to extract aluminum from your bloodstream. Okay, and that is through the use of silica, high silica water. Okay, uh, as well as silica teas, help it to extract the aluminum directly from the person's bloodstream. This has been proven by the world's most from from you know world's most prominent um, individual in the realm of metallurgy and aluminum uh, research. I forgot the guy's name, but he actually spoke to the World Health Organization and the UN many many years ago on various different projects, and one of the things he recommended was giving silica to a specific population that was, stu- that was you know, neurologically suffering from enhanced or adverse amounts of iron with, I'm sorry, adverse amounts of aluminum that has seeped into their dietary food and or water supplies, okay? So the way you get rid of it is high silica content water. So in other words, a lot of you parents who are, you're not anti-vax, but you believe in spacing out your vax for your kids, right? Um... They, you know, they want a lot. They're like, okay, well, you know, I want to space these out because, you know, I can't, I live in a state where I can't, you know, get a, a vaccine exemption like New York. What the hell do you do? Or you're in California. And for some people, like, well, you need to get up and move. Well, that's not practical for a lot of people. All right. That's not realistic for a lot of people. A lot of people just simply can't get up and leave. It's not, it's not something that's doable. Okay. For parents like that, I always recommend. Uh, if your kid's going to get a vax, make sure there's no Tamarisol, any of that crap in there. Most of that stuff is done away with and, gone, and gotten off the market. But if you have to and you have no choice, well, this is how you do it. You space it out. Okay, you space it out as much as you can. Okay, none of this going in there for four shots in one day. None of that crap. And if you do get the vax, right, make sure your kid's gut biome is through the roof. The probiotics is very, very important, Right. And then you get them on high silica content water. Now you might ask yourself, where, where do I find high silica content water? You can find it sometimes at your local gas station. There's one brand called Fiji. We're all familiar with Fiji water. Another brand is Volvic. Okay. Very high silica content water. Give them silica content water for the next like month or so. That helps take out any of the additional toxins and or aluminum that could be in the vaxes or could be in the shots. Right. Now I bring all this stuff up to make a point. Right. If this is truly about health, Make it what? Voluntary, number one. Number two, bring as many vaccines as you want to what? To protect the vulnerable population, the elderly, the infirm, or those who are just terrified to breathe air and walk outside their, 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 their house. Those kind of people. The rest of us, leave us the hell alone. Leave us the hell alone. 
And again, the overarching theme should be personal choice. And if it's about health, well, why don't you allow other innovative vaccine companies to bring their products to the forefront? Oh, no, no, no. We're only stuck with three choices, Siege. You know, it's, 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 you could either ha- go with the Gambinos, you could go with uh, the Lucchese's, or you can go with the Genovese. Each one is the crime family. Which one do you want to choose? <laughs> it's ridiculous, bro. It is ridiculous, uh, V, and and also just to you know piggyback off what you said, there is an actual uh, schedule that's laid out. It's probably a lot of our listeners are already very familiar with it, and that's uh, Doctor Sears. Yeah. And uh, Doctor Sears does lay out a alternative, safer uh, vaccine schedules. Uh, in particular, if you if you are you're you're expecting in your family or planning in the future, uh, potentially take that into consideration. And then also just a, a reminder, V, in terms of all all that we're experiencing through this, and I think this is the most recent data. Uh, someone can fact check it or I'll go look. But just a, a, a friendly reminder that, you know, for the most part, like what you said, that unless you're unhealthy, you have certain, you know, other chronic health conditions that more than likely you're going to be okay from this. Yep. So we're, we're rewriting um, a significant amount of, of, of our history. We're... You know, we're changing a lot of things, everything from our, our lifestyles to our education, to our kids, to how we approach each other now with with all these mandates. And when you continue v, to look at the actual survival rate uh, from covid, uh, most most of the time you're going to be OK. I mean, that's that's the thing that's that's driving this. Right. Is it, you know, this this fear of, of death and, and 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 saving people's lives uh, because of COVID, when we know, in fact, there's probably a significant amount of other chronic health conditions that are far probably more worse for you, in particular, if you have a combination of of different things. But, you know, we were we were reminded, the, and we said this back at the in, in March of, of last year, when we started to, the narrative started to take place in regards to the jab and in regards to COVID, the policy. So, you know, we were told March, of 2020 by by Trump that a 15 day plan to slow the spread of the coronavirus and and that was 528 days ago <laughs> you know now we go forth with all these mandates all these 500 these things are taking place that the scientists the experts come across they talk about like all these plans are going to fix everything and take care of this but it, and it's a great article it's a reminder it's over at the uh, freedom uh, free thought project and it's something that we kind of knew that was going to take place. And, and it's just, it's kind of odd how, and disappointing how quickly we forget, in particular, since we're coming up to, to uh, 9-11, was the amount of freedom and liberty that we are so willing to give away so easily under the disguise of, of, of safety. And, and we get neither. And I think with COVID, the things that take place in the articles, Todd Americans have traded their freedoms for safety from COVID. And now we have neither. And when you c- to continue to look at the, the level of pressure, the amount of social pressure that's taken place, and who knows where, where they're going to go with it. Maybe it's, maybe it's the next round of, of currency that your COVID pass is on your smartphone. On your smartphone is your, your digital wallet, your digital currency. And, you know, if you don't, you don't participate by the, the state, uh, they can shut those things down. Uh, and link it to, to to monetary. I mean, there's already talk about health insurance po- companies who are 
going to penalize people who who refuse the jab as much as two hundred dollars a month through through uh, Delta, uh, but they don't do so for any other chronic health conditions. If someone's obese or you know high blood pressure, so I think this article is a great reminder that you know through this we gave up so much of our of our, our freedoms, our, our liberty, the long term psychological impact uh, to our kids that you cannot yet measure. Uh, you know, we know about the increase in depression, suicide, all these things are going to manifest and it's going to get even worse for you because of why? Because of something that that on average you have a, a 94% chance of, of, of surviving uh, even at the age of 70 V. You know, John Locke famously stated, as this article was saying, right, they have a quote here from John Locke. John Locke famously stated in a letter concerning totalitarian, right? He says, it is one thing to persuade. It's another to command. One thing to press with arguments and another with penalties. This, the civil power alone, has a right to do. To the other, goodwill is authority enough. Think about that. It is one thing to persuade. It is another to command. It is one thing to press with arguments and another with penalties. This is the power. This civil power alone has a right to do. To the other, goodwill is authority enough. That's how you do it, folks. That's how that's how politicians should be doing it. That's how government officials should be doing it. You win the battle of in the you know, you win the battle in the forum of ideas and arguments. Well, here's why you take the jab. Here's why you need it. Here's why it's beneficial. Here's why this age group right here are the most vulnerable. They are the ones we need to be focused on. Good arguments. But now it's penalties. And penalties are problematic. And like what CJ said, it's like, look, why do you think they want the Fed coin? Right? When this whole thing is done, folks, here's the thing. On you, on you right now, and what we're doing right now in this country and in Western civilization right now, we are walking the precipice. Okay, with one foot on the edge and the other foot on a banana peel. And that precipice is the precipice of freedom. Once it is lost, it is gone. You're not going to get it back for generations, probably a thousand years. Okay, it will be a thousand years of darkness. And what I mean by that is this it took a thousand years to get to 1776, a thousand years of human conflict the world over. And 1776, if you've been following this channel, you've heard Matthew Eric speak about this before. I've talked about it as well. 1776 is not something that happened in the vacuum, as the American propagandists would have you to believe. 1776 was a global movement. And 1776 could not have happened in this country without some key global events that kept the British stretched out thin and in disarray. But I digress. We need to understand that this precipice that we walk has is so important. It's so important. And the result, whether we stay and 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 quickly traverse into more firmer ground that leads to more liberty, more freedom, more human development, more advancements in technology, the birth, the, the, the springing forth of knowledge to the next level that we can go forth and colonize space itself. 
or are we going to fall in the dark, twisted mind of idiots like Klaus Schwab? And Siege, is it not that the that the latest uh, um, stuff that they have right now, uh, the the uh, World Economic Forum, they have some uh, some new new uh, what is it called? New uh, commercial ad or something like that. Yeah, V. I mean, I think that they're already kind of planning the ideas of what, you know, this this transition potentially could look like. You know, the, you know, the 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 modernization of of work and life. You know, post COVID, and you know how we can take a look at the benefits of COVID, of of the changes that have occurred. And the World Economic Forum has put together a video, and they're captioned it's titled "Take a Peek at the Future, V." Because oh, yes, yes, <laughs> I want to take Here a peek at the future. So this is so this is how they they envision things that have so many of the positive that have came from COVID, and this is how they're kind of spinning it. You know that it's all fuzzy, wonderful stuff. Right mm. until they sell, t- they put it for you that we can identify you with your heart. <laughs> yeah. Your heartbeat is as unique as you are. It's as unique as your face or your fingerprint. NASA has developed a laser that can identify the very unique heartbeat that you possess. Meanwhile, homeschooling is great, and which, which is wonderful. I love everything else is cool. Cloud markets, the, that's all great. But well, the other funny thing about this video is. Now your office space can be used as a client showroom. Here, uh, this is our <laughs> client showroom, Baba. This is where we used to work. You see all these thousands of cubicles arrayed over here? Yeah, they're all empty, but uh, this is our showroom. We want to show you how, where we used to work and have pr- productive, constructive meetings. Dude, here's the funny part. It is a known fact that Western in, in the Western world, right, as soon as they switch to home offices, right, and home work, Right, for the vast majority of people, their productivity has fallen off the <laughs> has fallen off the cliff. <laughs> it's fallen off the cliff. Now, there's a percentage of people 
that are self-starters. I've been working from, from home for over a decade. Okay, I'm used to it. I get up in the morning, I'm ready to go. You know, no issues. I'm crushing things. I got 400 things happening at any some odd week. But most people ain't like that. Most people's like, they throw their leg off the side of their bed like, <sighs> they're, they're like cringing through a Zoom call. And if you're De- Jeffrey Tubin, you just can't wait to beat your meat. Jeffrey Tubin of CNN. Right? <laughs> and forgets to turn off his cam. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is what what you know being not being in an office space provides, you know? And some like how are you going to be vicious like I can I cannot imagine, right? Um for let's say commodity traders or or or, or stock traders or brokers or whatnot not being in an office environment. Like, it's so damn important, man. I remember, like, you know, when I was uh, working, when I was, uh, you know, brokering uh, strategic metals, rare earths, and stuff like that. Uh, dude, every morning I show up to work. It's just, it, it, it's like a rah-rah meeting, dude. We're, like, doing push-ups on the floor, watching, like, uh, freaking, uh, you know, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, watching Boiler Room, watching Rudy, getting motivational speeches. We're slapping each other in the face, <laughs> getting pumped up. Why? Because we put on our headsets. We get on the... Those calls, it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong, man. We're we're finding clients, we're brokering deals, we're moving, we're moving tonnage globally. Okay, we're selling deals to multinationals. And you gotta be on your end game. How the hell are you gonna do how, how's most of those guys gonna be functioning? Well, it's just so they're gonna be in the cloud marketplace. We're gonna function this from home. That's difficult for some guys to do because some guys require that that tribal camaraderie. You know that killer. A lot of these guys, they, they, you know, they don't. They don't. They, their killer instinct only shows up when they're next to another dude, right? Because iron sharpens iron. Like it's ridiculous. So you, there's some jobs that are like that. Sales jobs are like that, right? Sales jobs are the closest thing you can get to contact sports. I swear to God, it is, right? Because you need that motivation, you need that emotion, and you can't get that sitting behind a desk sometimes at home. With your kids screaming in the background, you know, you know, and it's a nice day outside. You don't feel like going to do work. You feel like going out. You feel like watching some Netflix and eating bonbons or ordering a pizza. It's a different. It, so this is crazy, man. This is going to kill productivity in the West Siege. Yeah, kill kill product productivity, and I think it's a something that's going to evolve in terms of V if we don't put you know, industry back. And obviously they envision a, a, a future that involves a lot more based upon, upon technology, uh, the shift, but the idea of the, again, of the central planners who put these ideas, who think that they can, you know, systematically, you know, sell this as, you know, look at, look at all this that post COVID has to offer us now, you know, versus, you know, so, so how much longer are they planning this, this uh, this narrative. How, how long are we going to be at this this war? You know, against against viruses. You know, uh, I didn't put this in uh, an email, but you know, this came out. It's a um, good article. It's called "The Ultravax Israelis Crisis Is a Dire Warning to America." It's a solid read. I'll put it in the Discord oy uh, channel. Oy huh? vey, oy vey, oy vey, <laughs> oy vey. You're telling me all these vaccinations are not good. Was not working for me. Are you telling me my booster shots are no good? Oh, he's Like, yeah. 
Yeah, like like this. Uh, I remember uh, reading about this Hollywood star who former B listed or D listed celebrity, right? You know, he 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 first had Sinovax, but then he wasn't sure if he could travel. Then he went out and got the uh, Pfizer jabs, and then he got the booster jabs, and he dropped dead. <laughs> it's crazy. But with all the jabbing, with all the poking that's going on, a whole lot of poking going on. And what the Israeli data is showing is that the Pfizer poke is not the 96% or 99% efficacious. Mm -hmm. It's only between 30 and 40% tops, if you're lucky. So what is the point of all this? Right? What is the point of all this? I mean, you have the guy who invented the mRNA technology is out there saying, look, this should not be utilized for vaccines, for pokes to, to prevent against the coof. It's not recommended. I've, you know, I've created this to, to work on cancer cells. This is not what it's for, man. Trust the science. Trust Fauci. They were sitting on this tech for a while, going back to the 80s, and mm. they found a perfect opportunity to do this. What is this doing to us long term? We have no fucking clue. We have no idea. We have no idea whatsoever. What is humanity going to look like in 10 years? Will you grow an arm out of your forehead? Will you have organ failure? Will you? Well, I'll tell you right now, there's going to be quite a few people that are going to need heart transplants each. Mm -hmm. That's a dirty secret. How's that? That's some conspiracy theory. The pharmaceutical industry had one more on. Tell me. The pharmaceutical industry is one of the most ethical industries out there. I, I, I almost fell on the floor laughing. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm living, in, I'm living in, uh, in an alternate reality. At this point, I'm ready for the asteroid to come take us out, Siege. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ready for the... I mean, you, dude, we won't feel no pain. It'll be a bright flash of light. And just tell me where it's going to crash. If it's going to be crashing into any sort of a landmass, I, I want to drive to it. Okay? <laughs> you won't feel jack shit. It'll be a bright flash and we're gone. Next thing you know, I'll be in a, in a white robe and I'm strumming a harp. Bring, bring, bring. That's it. Done. Right? Because this is stupid. The world of illogical, we've gone nuts. Society has gone nuts, Siege. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, and V, we can, if you want to close with uh, Afghanistan or whatever direction you want to take it. But, yeah, I mean, I think all these things in terms of what we're, what we're witnessing, the, you know, follow the money in terms of, of what's happening and, and the people that are, that are profiting from this. I'm not quite sure how the whole thing with Pfizer is, is, is working you know, I'm, I'm sure there's tons of, of money, tons of kickback that's taken place. But I think there's something more nefarious there uh, in, in regards to the trillions of the billions of dollars that are going to to Pfizer. You know, what what exactly is that 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 income revenue stream going? Where are the outflows? Where is it going to? What's it funding? You know, what's truly happening there uh, for them to keep pushing this 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 narrative? And, and now so we're talking more like exactly what you just said, that. Like in six months, you know, we're going to have to, it's going to be a third, it's going to be a booster shot. That's the direction that they're going. So it's oh, yeah. every it going to be months, like every six months, every, you know, twice a year, once a year. Because and, the great Fauci found out that the, the vaccine immunity doesn't last very long, if at all, if at all. So we need, you know, forget about natural immunity, which, which the Israeli study has shown is 13 times more effective than the jab and is much more long lasting, probably your entire life. Okay, it makes you more resilient to fight variants as well. Because no matter what the variant is, okay, the core structure of the exome slash virus, whatever the hell it is, right, remains the same. 
So no matter what the variant is, your body's apt to fight it. And so you might get some symptoms. You might get a sniffles, fever, whatever, but you'll recover, man. Right? You're not going to die. And it's sick because, you know, see, uh, six months ago, guess which pharmaceutical company was lobbying hard to become the jab du jour for every single military base in America? Let me guess, Pfizer. Boom. Exactly. And guess whose CEO is not jabbed? <laughs> Pfizer's. Boom. And guess who's, which company does not require employees to be jabbed? Mm, Pfizer. Ah. Uh, and guess which pharmaceutical company's uh, parent company uh, owns through a subsidiary, the Wuhan lab? Pfizer. Boom. <laughs> it's okay, Bono. Who profits? This is from our main guy, Pepe. I'm going to get Pepe on. Matthew has a, a contact who uh, knows Pepe personally, so we're going to get Pepe on. We have to get Pepe on. I have That'd no way to contact awesome. Because awesome I, 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 I try to find his emails, this, that, and the other. Pepe Escobar, I love him. He is uh, the guy who coined the term exceptional stand that I utilized because I thought it was the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Because exceptional stand, you know, like my man Billich guy always says, exceptional stand, we do stuff. <laughs> anyway, who profits from the Kablooey situation, right? ISIS Khorasan aims to provoke Afghans to the outside world of the Taliban and cannot secure the capital. The horrific Kabul suicide bombing introduced an extra vector in an already incandescent situation. It aims to prove to Afghans and to the outside world that the nascent Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan is incapable of securing the capital. But again, again, this is the narrative, right? This is the narrative. Of, oh, look, we, we try to hand it off to the Taliban. Yeah, yeah, it was messy, but you know these guys they can't they can't secure the capital and you know total. Total insecurity everywhere. And you got this whole Northern Alliance reforming in the north in the in the Panjir Valley, which is all CIA funded. Okay. And we got ISIS Khorasan, which is again has the fingerprints and the hallmarks of, of Western intelligence agencies all over. Folks, let me explain something to you, right? And I said this on, on Harley on, on Friday with you know with hanging with Harley. See, if if if, if, if ISIS is so anti-Western, right? If ISIS hates everything America stands for, right? If ISIS is so damn anti-Western siege, how come all their, like, 99.9, almost 100% of their victims are all Muslim? <laughs> you ever notice that siege? Yeah. <laughs> you ever, I mean, dude, let's be honest here. We have, thanks to uh, <laughs> the, did you, by the way, before I bring out the cardboard cutout in chief, the crash test dummy, right? Did you see him fall asleep with the Israeli minister? Did you see the video? Yeah. Guy? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. They're claiming yeah. that it was altered. They're claiming. They're claiming the, the the video was altered of him. Him. No, that was asleep. live. Yeah. yeah. People are idiots. <laughs> people are idiots. No, it wasn't altered. He literally fell asleep. Okay. This is who we have. I love it. This is embarrassing. An absolute embarrassment. Right. This is who we have. This is what the world sees as America. It's 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 like they picked the perfect guy. Okay. It, it's like it's like the Titanic hit the iceberg. Right. Siege. And so the captain of the ship is like, all right, guys, we did our job. All of uh, J.P. Morgan and all the banksters' enemies and the Rothschild and Rockefeller enemies are on this boat right now, right? Anybody that wanted to oppose the, the, the Federal Reserve and the central banking concept is on the boat right now. You know, we switched the tags from the Titanic to the Olympic, all right? People think this <laughs> is the Titanic, but it's really the Olympic, which is a shoddy ship with all sorts of problems, right? They're all on it. 
time for us to jettison and get the hell out. So everybody's leaving. The real guys who did the, the crime, they're leaving. They're escaping, right? And right before they escape, they're like, hey, who's going to pilot the ship? Hey, let's get the cook, right? So they cook, They call in the cook from below the galleys, and they put, gave the cook, hey, cook, here's what you do. Just hold the steering straight and, and full speed ahead. There's an iceberg straight ahead. Just, just go full speed. And the cook goes, okay. That's Joe Biden. They took the cook from the galley. A low, a, a friggin' moron, a, a, a disgusting used car salesman. This guy couldn't cut the mustard in any sort of real talented corporation whatsoever. This guy would be middle management at best. And they took him and they made him CEO of America Incorporated. And this idiot falls asleep. So it's hilarious to see this, Sage. Hilarious to see this. Well, again, it's just, a, a, you know, that and him checking his watch. You know, at the time that he's supposed to be honoring uh, the people that basically he sent to die, right? He's sitting there with the families, and then he he takes time. Like it's you know, you got something better to do. Is there another important meeting, quote unquote, meeting that you have to be to Biden? Yeah, just a total total disgrace. Me, it's no wonder that they didn't allow, and they shouldn't allow uh, any type of press corps anyone in there. Uh, you know, regardless, you know, there's no need to you know let those let those families grieve. Uh, but again, just the, the continuation. Of the the lack of any type of, of leadership, he's just you know totally totally uh, disgusting. And then we we see, I think uh, Gus sent this to us back today, saying, "Yeah, America's back. Look, U.S. drone strike kills nine family members, including six children. Yep. yep. Look at look at that expertise uh, weaponry. You know what these guys? You, you ever notice why uh, when you get beyond all the macho rhetoric that you see spewed out in social media and a lot of these vets and and whatnot, and God bless them, right? But you, a, lot, a lot of these guys." who really weren't in the crux of the heat of, in Afghanistan. They are probably in Kabul in the green zone doing door-to-doors and stuff like that. I'm talking about guys who were on the front lines, right? You talk to any of these military guys, you know, you talk to guys, you read what they wrote, right? Daniel, uh, um, uh, uh, what the freak's his name? Jan- Daniel Jenick, right? He was a major in the Army. And he said this when he was fighting um, the Taliban in in the uh, Kandahar Pass, right? He was fighting them in Kandahar, and his unit. He was an army major, and they, you know, they've thrown uh, rangers at them, seals, you name it, and, and you know, green beret, whatever they, they've thrown at him. And this guy's in the command and control. He's a major, and he's like, no matter how many drones I have, no matter how many screens I, I, I and technology that I possess, the best I can do is fight these guys to a standstill. That's at best. Think about that. Okay? So you wonder why exceptional stand doesn't get put boots on. We're going to put more troops on the ground and go in there and smoke them out. No. Our troops will be ground out and spit out. These people ain't scared, man. They're not scared. They're not worried. They don't run from a gunshot. This is all they know. They were born hearing the crack of an AK-47. They're no, they're, they're, that's, a, that's a normal sound for them. So what we do is we do the cowardly thing. Uh, precision strikes with a drone. The dumbest thing you could do. Well, there was a person there who was, well, if you had intel, if you had actual forces on the ground, actual intel, you would know that, okay, uh, you know, so-and-so is heading to such-and-such, and he's a suicide bomber. Well, you're going to take him down in a much more precise way rather than having a predator drone, you know, flying overhead and shooting a Hellfire missile. They'll kill at least you know anybody within two you know within 150 feet. That's stupid. Why would you do that? 
And all this does is create more hatred towards Americans. These people, you know, you can't be, you know, this is synonymous with everything we do in this fucking country. This is synonymous, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being the only adult in the room. And I'm talking to you folks as well. I know you folks that are listening, you guys are sick of this too. You guys are sick of of dealing with normies on a day-to-day basis, your family members, your friends, who are just a bunch of normies, and you're the only adult in the room. You know what the hell's going on. And they look at you like you got three heads. I mean, this is insanity. Folks, our economic policy, right? Printing to oblivion. The markets are sustained. They're so overvalued. They're printing to oblivion. They're sustained on pure supply, overstimulated economy. Mind-boggling. Incredible. And the Fed's talking taper. We're going to taper. Whatever taper happens, it's going to do nothing. Taper means nothing in the swap markets, man. Taper means nothing when 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 the derivatives are, are running rough shot. Taper means nothing. You're not gonna. We're gonna raise the. What, what's your taper? We're gonna raise it 25 basis points. They gonna do nothing. Oh, there's a there's a terrorist gonna go bomb an airport. We're gonna take him out with a drone strike. The point I'm trying to make with with the markets. The point I'm trying to make with, uh, with, 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 with how we're handling Afghanistan, the point I'm trying to make with how we're handling uh, energy policies, everything that we do, economic policy, energy policy, foreign policy, military policy, monetary policy, whatever the policy is, we have a spaghetti policy. I'm coining that term right now, Siege. You heard it here first, folks. I'm calling like it, it spaghetti. The spaghetti policy. What is a spaghetti policy? It's like taking a whole pot of spaghetti and throwing it against the friggin' wall, seeing what sticks. There's no rhyme or reason. And this is why I said so many times, so eloquently, if the friggin' oceans of the world were to dry up tomorrow, we are the type of country we would still be building submarines, because that's just what we do. It's what we do. It's insanity. And we're choked by it. Why? Because we have idiots who fall asleep. When a foreign minister comes to visit and is having a live press conference, he falls asleep. Why is it this way? We have 80-year-old women in California who's in her best in her best life. This woman could be should be doing nothing more than serving ice cream at a Baskin Robbins, but somehow she's a congressman, she's a speaker of the house. Her name is Nancy Pelosi. We have people like that. And then we got the blowhard Republicans, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, blah, blah. I'm, I'm pro this and I'm pro. No, you're not. Lindsey Graham. Tickle my butt, Graham. Back in action. We have some of the most erudite, dumb, moronic idiots who are criminally insane, who hide their avarice and absolute hatred for you, the American. They hide it under their their gown, their their robes of altruism. Folks, dude, I'm telling you, guys, I'm telling you, if we don't separate from this government, if we don't say enough's enough and get all of these bastards out, you're not going to like what's on the other side of this collapse. Like I said in the beginning of this broadcast, we're walking the precipice, we're walking the fine line between freedom and the abyss with one foot on the precipice and the other on a banana peel. 
And I am praying to God that the, that the, the citizenry of the United States survive and that we control the narrative on the other side, Siege. Yeah. Very well said, V, and it, and it appears, uh, V, after a critical amount of public uh, pressure that in this past month, beginning of August, uh, Pfizer did change course and did require all their employees to get the jab or undergo weekly testing. So <laughs> that was first in, last out, I guess. Uh, yes, Pfizer, yes, Pfizer's, yes, <laughs> yes. Pfizer's using the airborne model, you know, the motto. First in, last out. They're the first to put it, roll it out, but the they're the last to require their employees because uh-huh. they know it looks bad. Because well, and, and be, yeah. And, and again, I mean, if people want to take their their liberty, their freedom and, and decide to go get the jab, I mean, go do it for you and your family if that's what you decide. Right. But at the same time, you know, let's honor the request. And, and the facts that are that are out there, again, is that there's no one for certain that knows exactly what direction this thing is going. Uh, for the and so so therefore to continue this narrative in regards to you know losing our freedom losing our liberty requiring you know restaurants to ask for for you know some type of of a, even a, even to carry a test around with you that you know I have tested negative the past week you know this level level of tyranny can't continue and and we see it time and time again you know from post nine eleven we really you know didn't learn a whole lot um, there is an opportunity we do have a, a slim opportunity there's a slim window here where we can we can you know, unite. We're seeing the pushback. We're seeing the marches in Las Vegas, New York. You know, some of these areas where people are finally starting to wake up and say, "Wait a minute, I was I was down for this year one." You know, year two, I don't know because you guys are telling us to do the exact same thing and saying that that we're going to get different results this time. I'm not so sure that's the right thing to do. So more more and more people will begin questioning it, V. But yeah, just just interesting times that we're 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 living through, V. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Anyway, folks, we're at the end of the show. Uh, later on, I think I'm going to be posting something to roguenews.com, so make sure you check it. Uh, we're going to do some cool stuff. Just keep it locked there. I'll probably have an article or something up. It's just been very difficult with all the deadlines. Uh, it's been a busy summer siege. I tell you what, I do not even know Ooh. where August went. It was just Dude, like I have a, no idea. Same. Man, I thought it just started. Hey, you know, the thing is, I was going into August thinking, like, yeah, it's going to be leisurely. No, it's been pedal to the metal, man, because July was busy as hell. And I'm like, all right, time to relax in August. Nope. 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 Ridiculous. Anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening in. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Spread it far and wide. RogueNews.com, the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, geopolitical news show on planet Earth. We give it to you straight out the gate because that's what we do. His name is El Cuco, and I am the gorilla. We're over, and we're out.